episode 58 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I'm joined by Kevin. Unfortunately, Brian can't be with us this week as something's come up, so we'll see him soon. Each week we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Hulu, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Prime, Disney+, Netflix, wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week we're talking about the ongoing Disney Plus series Moon Knight. We talk a bit about Columbo. We talk a little bit about Russian Doll. We talk comic books. We talk nerd shit. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Giving us a like and subscribe, a rate and review. Head over to iTunes. Do all that good stuff. It really helps us out. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram at The Endless Cast. We put up artwork and clips of the show there. And it's a good place to see the comment on something, disagree with us on something you heard on the episode, or suggest something for us to watch. If you want to get in touch otherwise, you can email us at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. Amber Heard is into taking ecstasy and beating the shit out of Johnny Depp. I call it MDMMA. I heard that joke already. Heard it on Twitter this morning. Actually, I heard it on TikTok, I think, last week. Yeah, it was TikTok. Some really talented comedian from America said it. Where did you hear it? Thought I wrote it. Oh, everybody says that kind of stuff, don't they? I was kind of proud of that one. You did write it. I'm only joking with you. Did you see it already? No, I didn't see it already. Oh, broke my no, heart. No, normally people have MDMMA, people have more class. Kind of people have more class uh, than talking about, um, you know, people's private lives. People's personal lives. Uh, I'm 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 watching a a a a great new show called The Trial of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, and the fucking amazing thing is, or depressing depending on your mindset, is this is a hundred percent going to be a TV show within the decade. Or do Johnny, you think it'll be twenty years from now? Johnny Depp will probably write it or produce it or play himself. No, 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 no. Like, who who would we cast? Like, who's playing? Like, like, is it Timothy Chalamet playing Johnny Depp? Because um, he's twenty something now. Give him twenty years. Depp in his fifties. Uh, well, no. Give him ten years. Uh, it's Hollywood, baby. It's Hollywood, dude. Please. It's Hollywood. Cop on. You don't think it'll be a thing where they cast like a seventy-year-old to play fifty-eight? No, they'll they'll cast. We're talking like, about the man now. They'll cast. Yes, they'll cast a thirty-five-year-old Timothy Chalamet to play. Johnny Depp, and they'll cast a younger actress or actor at the time to play Amber Heard. Hmm. The next fanning. The um, they had like a psychologist person on. I saw her. And yep. I'm like, yeah, that's that's going to be well, like I guess Kate Beckinsale would be too old at that point. But she's got a Kate Beckinsale vibe. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Or like. Yeah, I was trying to think if there's another actor I can't think of them uh, that looked like her. But uh, I, I've seen snippets of it. I've seen snippets of the case mm. and stuff. Um, you'd be you'd, you'd really genuinely be very like very, it's very puzzling as to like what is Amber's lawyer thinking. The the funny thing I think I mean maybe I'm just more educated. I don't know because I just have the no 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 I'm not more educated. What I am is dumb. And I don't ever arrive at a fucking conclusion. But, like, I just have it on beside me when I'm working because I do find it kind of fascinating. I'm oh, you're, you're right. It. All right. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't even, I just saw the clips. No, I, like, I've got seven hours a day on for the last two weeks. Wow. Um, And it's like, you see these supercuts of, you know, Johnny going <laughs> to a question 
But like, no, the lawyer's fine. He's asking relevant questions. You know what I mean? Like, like the supercut of him sort of kind of being pissy every time the lawyer asks, "Did I read that correctly?" That's that's all well and good, but it's like the lawyer's going, "I'm putting text in front of you." Oh, I know, I know, the most I know, I know why the, why the lo- I know why the lawyer's doing it for sure. I do know why the lawyer's doing Con- it. Of course, confirm what I said. Yeah, yeah, like as as fucking re- ridiculous and as horrific as this stuff sounds like. Yeah. Re- that's why that's you said that. Yeah, for word for word, and he's yeah. like he's trying to reinstate like and drive home. Like, You've said this. You agree. You yeah. said this. You know, but um, yeah. why why did what's this all this about her shit in the bed? Um, well, it's 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 very funny fodder, anyway. But um, one of the accounts, or his account, is that a housekeeper got in touch with him after they had a big argument, and he left. Um, and the housekeeper was like, "There is feces on our bed," and you know, she sent a picture, and the suggestion from Johnny's team is. This is human feces. This was an upset Amber Heard or one of her friends or whatever. And they insist, you know, it was the dogs. And Johnny's argument is these are small little teacup terriers. There's no way they were dropping that deuce. Um, I don't know. It's it's, this kind like it kind of feels like a like, you know, the sort of like let them eat cake is being attributed to two dozen different bloody women that people didn't like over time you know or the yeah like a bit witch hunty yeah yeah there's and who's the the woman the russian woman they they, they spread rumors that she was sleeping with a horse or fucking her horse you know what i mean like yeah anytime they don't like somebody the vilified they start attributing they start attributing base and weird things to them yeah i don't know uh, like, all i would say I, is like it's just it's like I, I've, I've, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've seen some clips of different things, and like, and you know, uh, obviously, you know, you you hope that justice happens, whatever justice is. I don't understand the internet, but I don't know. But what is justice? Yeah, I just want to say, but it's just like, uh, uh, I'm just. It's also just like, this is like a broken down relationship that mm-hmm. is now being discussed in the courts. And I understand that domestic uh, abuse is 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 a is a serious issue, uh, but you know we don't know the ins and outs of it as such. But it's just like it's crazy how like this is basically like just like because these two people are having this massive public breakup and dysfunctional breakup that this is happening. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. like kind of you know. Yeah. Um. The, so, so the the as far as I understand it, the root of the lawsuit comes down to a newspaper article she wrote. There's three sentences in the whole article. I think they're they're focusing on three sentences where, you know, they the, there's something along the lines of um, when you're in the orbit of a powerful man, he can make life troublesome, or you know, people will try and protect that powerful man, and it made my life harder. So she never s- expressly said Johnny Depp, but like we all know the relationship she was in. So he's saying. He is saying it's very clearly referring to me. She's saying I don't refer to him, so it's not. Who's she saying it is? Elon Musk. No, she's saying it's nobody. She's not saying it relates to anybody. She's being non-specific. And this is why I think there's no winning this. There's no winning this no. trial. No, there's no like, winning. By the letter, no. by the letter of the law and the structure of those sentences, Johnny can't win the fifty million dollars that she's claiming. Or he's claiming she can't win the hundred million that she's countersuing for. 
Like, this is just an exercise in airing laundry. But and yeah, it really feels like that. Ultimately but, uh, pathetic. These two idiots just need to get told to go the fuck home and stay, not talk to each other. I know, and like, to be honest, like, there's like, there's no reason to look smug in court. It just doesn't look good. But I will say, like, kind of like, uh, like I said, you know. Who, who you, but who are you saying looks smug? You see, this is the, this is where you're looking at little clips. Uh, well, Johnny Depp looks very smug. You think he looks smug? Well, like, just in, in clips of scene. Now, look, kind of like. This is this is the thing, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like, it's out of context. I, but like, look, yeah. man. Like, kind of at the end of the day, like, I don't know the ins and outs of it. Uh, the way I, the way it's being portrayed to me is that Amber Heard is a is a pretty uh, despicable person, and Johnny Depp is a victim. Victim. Uh, that's that's you know that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, what yeah. And talk that's about. that's why I'm that's why I'm sort of on the fence about it because I I do find it weird the way it's turned so viciously on Amber Heard because we've seen the footage, we've seen the text messages of not physical abuse, but Johnny Depp. Is a there's, drunken dude. There's two. Mess. There's two of them in it. There is fucking two, two of them, them in it. it. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. When you go, Amber Heard's a despicable person. It's like Amber Heard's in a no. fucked up relationship with a weirdo. But that's what. But that's like, what saying. How it's being portrayed to me. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Do not fucking put on one of these. Do not fucking nope. put words in I'm my not, mouth. You fucking not, piece of shit. Don't you fucking. That's do abusive it. language. I feel threatened. I don't feel safe right now. I'm going to have to get somebody to come and sit here with me just to make sure that you're not going to be aggressive towards me again. No, you don't have to. We're recording this, you piece of shit. <gasps> he did it again. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going to keep watching it because it's fun. Like, when you say Johnny Depp looks smug, right? I think I sent a picture or I put a picture up on Instagram of it. At one point, he just, like, you watch him kind of, like, lean over to his lawyer and then he puts a little post-it note in front of him and has a little chuckle I know, and the it's lawyer a puts on his glasses and looks at it and he's just drawing somebody in the fucking stand and it's like yeah he's doodling shit he's bored out of his tree he's sat there listening to stuff he's done in two or three cases at this point now this is the second case at least so like you catch that moment and it's like he looks smug and, and contentious it's like no he's just enjoying a little doodle oh no did. but like even like <laughs> even here dude like like even if he's in the right and the stuff is like say if he's a victim he's in the right it's still like <laughs> like he's just the faces he's putting all that kind of stuff it's just like oh man like <laughs> have some kind of like humidity in there you know it's, it's so funny the way people are well you see uh, uh, yeah i i would look if i thought this was gonna be some fucking political agenda conversation with you i wouldn't have gone into it mm. no there's just there's no agenda i don't think he's i uh, i don't think he looks smug I think we catch moments of him being Fence. a little le- levitatious. Um, yeah, he, he, I don't think there's some aspects where he he deserves to look kind of smoking with some of the stuff to say mm-hmm. and the way people are behaving and acting and the the the, the Amber Heard's lawyers from the clips I've seen mm-hmm. doing some weird shit. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it just it hasn't felt weird in context. And I haven't felt the like I'm not watching TikToks or Instagrams of it. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm watching the whole thing out of it, and I'm like, doesn't feel weird. I know what they're doing. I see them getting called up on things. Um, like I clicked on one of the you know regular live feed links that I have been clicking on for the last week and a half, and I I didn't realize that there's like a fucking Zoom call of whoever's running this YouTube channel. And there's like because I never get at it at the start. You know, I'm always coming into it just a few minutes in or whatever. There's like a little Zoom call of like soup Johnny super fans going like, we just don't want it to be another tough day for Johnny. Last Thursday was tough for him. And I'm like, oh, God, you guys are fucking sad. Like you were over. <laughs> look, look like, the thing, that's the thing, though, dude. It's like any I'm recording of, a podcast about it. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like any of that's this cool, any of this stuff. Yep. 
uh, any of this stuff should just be like fucking none of our business. Yeah. And on that note, it's been another great episode of the end of stream. Catch you guys. Johnny Depp so full of wine, his blood type is Bordeaux positive. Uh, how was your week? Good. My week was fun. I went to my friend's wedding. Shout out to Bruno and Alice for consummating your relationship and getting married. <laughs> I don't know. They've been together for like eight years. Whatever. Oh, well, that's right. They consummated and then got married. So. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, they, you, you said it correctly. Yes. They, um, Unless it was eight years of... Um, no, no, no. Abstinence. No. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, so it was really great. Uh, their Temperance. their wedding was fun. It was a blast. Um, Where was it? It was in the Royal Marine Hotel in Dunleary. Oh, very nice. Um, yeah, man. Did you get a good day? Was it nice and bright? And oh, yeah. The weather, weather was great. Like, we were inside the whole day. Um, but like the staff there, God bless them. Anytime I ask somebody for a drink, they just told me they weren't old enough to serve me. What? There was like, it was like I was in some sort of weird Peter Pan never were. The never, staff man. were They're all, all children. They weren't old enough to serve. Yes. You. Yeah. And like they, they, it was, it was like, you know, the wedding was great. Don't get me wrong. It was a special day with like great people. But uh, uh, the staff were hilarious. They were wild. That's fucking funny. Because I was going to tell you that like there was, there was a college event there. God, years back now. And Chris, friend of the podcast, Hello, Chris. was there, and I was there with him. And his, he had an encounter with a bartender that was kind of being snooty to the student, right? Mm-hmm. The bartender was kind of being a dickhead. But the bartender poured him a pint and served him it. And Chris picked up the glass in front of him, turned it around and looked at it, and then turned it back towards the guy. And somebody had drawn a knob on the, on the pint glass. <gasps> like, on the entire glass. And he's like, sorry, mate look what you've just handed you know what i mean and the guy was like fuck what have i done what about like you know like i don't know if they were fucking around or if they weren't paying attention to their gear or their their what their glassware i guess um but he got all apologetic and wanted to get it back and wanted to pour him another pint and whatever and chris being the little genius that he was was like no 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 no, no. i'll hang on to it you know just holding on the evidence of yeah making the guy a little uncomfortable yeah, yeah it's funny it's yeah just so like like again yeah. like lovely hotel and stuff but it's my, a weird hotel weird dude weird hotel mm. staff really strange like at one stage we were like there was like the phone in the, the ballroom or whatever like there was nobody picking up glasses at all like at all there was just glasses mm. like everywhere and like even kind of went up to somebody who was like oh it's like can like someone collect like glasses and stuff and there was just a bunch of people standing there doing nothing like behind whatever door you know it was so bizarre but uh yeah. there, like sometimes it was this like it was dude like i've i've, I've worked in that industry even worked in that industry for yeah. years you know i know it's hard i know mm-hmm. whatever but it's just like i i, I genuinely during me was just like where where is there like an adult that kind of is delegating this stuff you know or like um coordinating it or whatever you know uh we were eating soup yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. they were, when we were eating soup they were picking up people's like uh plates for their bread the side plates you know and i was just like no there's, right. there's bread was on the table everybody's going to use a side plate to, to cut the bread and spread butter whatever you know it was just like it was like yeah. the, like the, man like honestly like and i even like i i i have like i have no bad feelings about the things you know what i mean but it was just like i kind of mm. felt sorry for them but it was like bunch of kids that didn't know what they're doing they spilled coffee on Emer's dress she was in a bridesmaid <laughs> spilled coffee on her dress uh anytime they were pouring the wine the wine was just running down the bottle and onto the ground 
uh, it was really strange. And like even at one stage, uh, we asked like, "Oh, can we get get some more wine to one of the people?" And they're like, "Oh, we can't, we can't, I can't, I'm not allowed to serve you. Oh, it's illegal for me to serve your wine." And it's just like you're you're our server at this table, and we don't have like wine, you know? And, like we like and huh. even I went one stage to the bar, like oh to the bar, like this is before dinner, and I was like, "Oh man, uh, like." And I grabbed like a pint of Guinness or something. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I, I, I'm not allowed to serve you. And it was just like, uh, uh, then why are you behind the bar? I didn't want to be like that kind of way, but I was just like, uh, is there anybody behind the bar who could serve us? And the man was just like, I, I don't know. I'd have to have a look for you. And it's just like, you do realize that this, this is a, uh, this, this, this is a, this is the night. You do realize you know? we've paid to be here. Yeah, like this, this is, this is it, pal. This is, this is like the moment, you know. Um, <laughs> so very, very strange. It is live. Yeah, we're this is it. it. Be like, yeah, this is it. Like we're live, exactly. That's what I meant. Yeah, so we're live. But I didn't obviously. I was saying, but I mean, like you know, like this is it, like exactly. But uh, and then they only had one barman for a room of hundred people. Very, very strange. Really strange, dude. Bad, bad. Really, like, you strange. don't want to say anything to take away from from Bruno's day or anything. Yeah, you Bruno know? Alice, like, yeah. That's um, like it really didn't because it didn't bother me at all. It was more just like quite no. puzzling. But uh, but like, but that place that is, hotel is fucking funny. Yeah, it is. But I'm uh, oh, sorry. But I really liked it. You know, I had a, I had a really great day. It was like so lovely to see the guys getting married and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh. Yeah, funny stuff. I'm not sure what you're banging there. We're getting noise through. Oh, sorry. Um, it was your oh, mom. It's the table, is it? Huh? I ain't going to cut you off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop you there and remind you that I'm in control of the edit. Um, sorry. Um, but uh, no, it was a great day. It was really great to see the guys get married. It was good crack, good fun. Uh, kind of, I guess the first time I've been in this scenario since uh, Aiden. I don't know what you're banging there, but can you stop, please? It's your ma. <laughs> Hilarious. I like your your quit wit. <laughs> but um, I was gonna say, uh, but it was great. It was like it was great to be out, like kind of, uh, you know, having a bit of a dance, having fun. It was good. It was good fun. The band were awesome. The band were really good. Go crack. What were the band, or was it just like a wedding uh, band? A wedding band. I don't know who they were now, to be honest. Uh, a bunch of older gentlemen, but like they were great. And at one stage, like uh, the the guy picked up like his guitar and started playing and uh, picked it up, put it behind his head and started playing it behind his head. It was it was like that's that's fucking wild. He was like he was probably yeah. like sixty odd, and he was just like shredding it behind his head. It was nice. epic. Yeah, they were really good fun. Yeah, good good uh, good good weekend. Like uh, you know, good fun. Congratulations to the guys, and uh, yeah, we're actually going to be going over to Brazil for part two in July. Fuck off, yeah, Brazil. Yeah, I keep on telling you this. I'm going to Brazil for three, nearly three weeks in July. That's where they make the nuts. Um, no, I think that's uh, Leeds. Leeds is Leeds. It? Yeah, is where the Brazil nut comes from. Right. Yeah. Lee, here was me. Lee's nuts <laughs> doesn't sound as nice. Brazil nuts doesn't sound great, to be honest. Brazil nuts sounds all right. What did I do? Did improv stuff. We're on a... Our improv group is performing a written sketch, so that's kind of contradictory, on the 11th of May in uh, Walter's Pub as part of a show called Scream, I think it is. Hold on. Let me it, just actually get the name of the event. The uh, the name of the event is uh, comedy weapons. Um. So in so you're not you so you Walter's you're, pub. Sorry, go on. Do your do your thing. Wednesday, the eleventh of May, 
Half seven. Where's Walters? Night of Comedy. Uh, it's out here in Dunleary. Oh, right, okay. Uh, featuring uh, Falmouth Joe, Marlon Simon, Theon Cleary, who's great, Eilish McCarthy, who's great, Melinda Pereira, who's great, Lauren Farrell, who's great, Bag of Cats, that's us, we're great, Mark and Luke, Mark and Luke is Mark Canton and Luke Benson. Oh, I feel like I should... I feel like I should loop back around and go, Fatmouth Joe's great, and so is Marlon Simon, just because I got onto a, their great kind of thing halfway down the list. Yes, um, yes, you did, which is great. Yes, tickets are 10 euro. Um, I'm not there's going. some sketch, there's some improv, there's some stand-up comedy. But but, but who, who's improv hmm? Who's the improv group? Um, I'll be honest with you. Two or three I recognise in there as comedians. Technically, we're an improv group, but we're doing a written sketch. Technically, Mark and Luke are... Um, top-notch improvisers but i don't know if we're doing a sketch why they're doing the sketches why it's all written sketches why why mm. then you're not an improv group is it it's just it's just an act we're a we're a we're a we're a comedy troupe does that work better for you um no i hate the word comedy troupe the words you hate the word no no just those words couple mm. together comedy troupe okay hmm well, um, if anybody wants to see us, we'll be out tomorrow night just drinking. That's not really a show. That's just Irish people after payday. Yeah, it's Spot fair. you around Dublin, give you a wave. Fair. Um, um, and uh, if anybody manages to hear this in the future, then tomorrow night is in the past. Oh, fuck, yeah. That's not helpful to anybody. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. We need to get this out in the morning. Get on it. Hmm. Um, I need more drinking buddies Otherwise I'm just a drunk Well nah You can drink on your own Yeah it's cool though uh, What you drink to be cool Or you drink to drown your sorrows Which is a buddy It's not, not it's, it's not both I like to sit on fences Yeah fuck you um, No, no for picking my, my, um, my attitude is if you, if you wouldn't do it alone you shouldn't do it with other people, you know. You know what I mean? If you wouldn't, because you it's something. To, so what I'm trying to say is, you shouldn't rely on other people for your happiness. Just go do it on your own. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I will definitely go out in a pub crawl on my own. If drinking makes you, I've done that. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. Absolutely not. Having a good time. Absolutely. I've gone. I've gone. Um, to, did I talk about summer, summer of soul? soul? What's that? The no. Okay, let's go back. I'll I'll come back to that. Um, you've gone out to where? No, man. You grinded to a halt. Go on. No, 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 no. Because I am going to come back to this. So let's no, I was just on. saying I've got, I've gone out where I was just like, you know, I've been, I say, going home at a loose end being like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and have a beer, you know? If it was a, like a weekend that wasn't working, but hmm. yeah, I'm going to go out and have a beer. And then you go there and you're grand and you're then, you know, it's, it's fucking Dublin, man. It's like everybody's so friendly. Tourists are always like, you know, really chatty and blah, blah. And like, you'll end up just chatting to somebody and then you'll be like, you know, I'm just going to pop into another one on the way home and that kind of thing. And like, mm. you can go like, you can go to three or four bars, have a quiet one, have a social one. You know, it's a, it's a great city for that kind of stuff. So, you know, you should, you should go out and enjoy your own company. I've gone out to the cinemas alone. I'm sure you've gone to cinema loads on your own. Uh, I've gone to the cinema. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've gone out for dinner on my own. There's often like times where I was like, I've been like, I want to check out that restaurant. I'm gonna fucking do it, you know. Um, nah, fuck that, man. Mm-hmm. Do whatever. I've gone to concerts and everything on my own. Yep. Sometimes people don't want go to go. To the thing. It's yeah, good. yeah. It's like I'd rather go and enjoy it than miss out on it completely, you know. 
Speaking of going things alone, this week I went to see uh, Questlove's Summer of Soul in the Sugar Club. Oh, yes. doing a screening of that documentary. I was busy, I'm sorry. In the Sugar Club. That's okay. Um, I was supposed to be going with somebody, but they got ill and had to cancel. And I hope they're better now. Then uh, they, I, I mean, I assume they might have died. I didn't really check. Um, Who's it, John Z? Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm sure he's fine. doesn't matter. Though now that you say it, he has been quiet. Nah, um, he was talking about his fish the other day. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, he loves his prawns and his better fish. Yes, and I also... Better fish. Better fish. I also enjoy the, the, the tank up there still a lot, to be honest. Yeah, he's done a good um, he's done a good job with that. He likes his um, aquarium setup. I've seen a lot of those, like, you know those, like, biodome type of things in glass jars? Where they have like jars, yeah, 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 the little ecosystems. Yeah, I think they look awesome. I just imagine though condensation would be a big issue. Um, would you want one of those? By the by those bios. Would you make one? Yeah, oh, hundred percent, dude. Mm. Yeah, but like, the, really? I, I'd love to have a, I'd love to have what they call it, a, um, yeah, because it's a guy, there's a guy I follow on the internet, and he's always just dropping in bits of fruit, and I watch the snails and the wood lice and all that kind of stuff eat. Um, but uh, I'd love to have a fish tank, except. Uh, uh, I just feel like they're a lot of work. Hmm. But fish are so beautiful. Yeah, they do seem like a lot of work. Like he's putting, you know, we're seeing the progress. It's cool, but yeah. like, I'm lazy. Oh, another buddy of mine has a, another buddy of mine is a tattooer in England. His name is Dom. Uh, howdy, Dom. Hmm. Uh, he has, oh, he has an insane, I don't know if you've ever met Dom. He has an insane fucking fish tank to the point where like, he can even, like, when he's here, he can even check it out. Like, you know, he has it rigged up with cameras that he can check in on and all that kind of stuff, like, and it's nuts. But the size of my TV, it's insane. Jesus. And for the readers at home, that's... He's got a big one. Yes. I got it, I got it very graciously from my brother. Uh, I'm not showboating. Hmm. My brother was very kind and gave me a TV. Shout out to Benny. Benny DeGeneres, they call him. Shout out to Benny. Not Benny DeGeneres. Benny not... <laughs> Degenerous, degenerate. Like, uh, no, no, no. Benny, degenerous. He's not. He's my brother. Mm. He's not related to Ellen Degenerous. He's my brother, Ellen. This is a reach. Leave him alone. What? He's Benny degenerous. She's Ellen degenerous. That's fair. That's fair. Where is she now? Who? Ellen? Yeah, she gone. Ellen's doing fine. Okay. Well, that's interesting now that you say it, actually. I didn't really follow that through. She did have a bit of a kerfuffle. Did she leave her show? Did that end? I think people... No, because they had they had, um, they had had guest hosts on because Garth Brooks was on it with his wife. I want to say... Oh, God. I know his wife, but I'm, I, I can't say names. Trisha... I want to say, like, Yearwood? Mm. Garth Brooks. I know nothing about Garth Brooks other than he tried to take over Croke Park once and our Irish fisherman repelled him. Mm. Is that how that went down? Uh, uh, you know Russia? what? You're that deluded. I wouldn't, I, I'm not going to uh, call you out on it or tell you otherwise. Trisha Yearwood. I'm that yes. deluded. Yes, Trisha Yearwood. That's who he's married to. You are deluded. Yes, everybody is. You wouldn't be able to live in this world if, if you weren't, if you were fully aware of everything going on constantly. I feel slighted. Why? Express your feelings. Because you called me deluded. You called me deluded. 
So Summer of Love <laughs> is available on Disney Plus now. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's great. It is a series of concerts that took place in 1969, the same year as Woodstock. It was filmed. It was in a sort of uh, post-assassination of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King kind of context. Um, what was in New York Simone, though, right? Gladys Knight. It was in New York, yeah. Um, Where was it? The Bronx uh, or was it? Brooklyn? Ooh. I feel it was in one of those Harlem. boroughs. Harlem. Okay, was it? Yeah, okay, okay. I believe it was Harlem. Um, and to hear them tell the story, the, the you know, they, they shot all the footage. They shopped it around. They called it Black Woodstock in trying to do so, but nobody was interested because there was Woodstock. And then the film stock just sat in a, I guess, cupboard for 50 years. And Questlove being Questlove, he went and found that shit. You, you know, he's such a sort of, I don't know, musical historian kind of guy. Like, they talk about how people kind of forgot that this happened. But I guess it's just if you were, you know, if you're probably in your 60s now or in your 70s now, you can go, I was at this cool concert this time, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, he took it upon himself or himself with others to dig this out and present it like it's not a straight concert film like I do feel like there's lots of footage of performances that we didn't see necessarily but um, he put together a great story and it was really cool to watch Um, yeah Brian talked about this before I guess part of why yeah he did a bit I think um, just in terms of the experience though like I, I went I was kind of bummed that I was going on my own. I was expecting to be going with somebody, and he cancelled. And then I was just like, "Well, now I'm on my own in the fucking because it's not a cinema. It's it's a yeah, bar. You know? I've it's been the there. Sugar Club. It's yeah. kind of a cabaret thing. I watched Jungle Book in there. And like it's, did you? Yeah, and they had a band the playing the music and stuff. Disney one? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, shout out Terry and Pierce. Not like the John Favreau one, right? No, 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 no. The, the, the animated one. The classic one. I'm the king of the swingers. Jungle but I think what I'm getting around to here is please do I kind of went in expecting to be uncomfortable because I'm one person like I'm not taking up one of these bank seats with four seats around it and a table you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. I'm like perched to the back of the place and it took a while before I even found a stool but like once the thing started it was like this is actually great it doesn't oh great like, this is just engrossing so I had a great time you didn't watch it on Disney and Plus they played a whole bunch of soul music after no okay, that's okay. kind of why I jumped at the fact that it was screening in Sugar Club you know I didn't get around to it at Disney Plus and I saw it was screening I was like oh Okay, fair. Let's go do this. Fair. Yeah. Sounds delightful. Um, while we're talking Disney, um, <laughs> I watched the trailer for the Chip and Dale fucking movie streaming soon. Um, good Lord, that's terrible looking, isn't it? I think it looks great. Please defend it. Um, uh, tell me what it is you like about it. I like, I like the way... Chip is 3D and Dale is hmm. 2D. Um, I like that. And it's set in the real world. Well, I would argue that Chip or Dale is 3D and the other one is a shit 3D, 2D knockoff where it's trying to look 2D without actually going to the effort of animating in 2D. Oh, I was very impressed by his 2D-ness. I think it's fucking ugly and it's a mistake. I can't wait to watch it. I will and, watch it. Uh, I will watch it. I mean, we'll have to watch it. We've talked about it. Now. Yes. I think it looks great. I think it looks like good fun. I stopped the trailer halfway because I didn't want spoilers. I like the Paw Patrol trailer. 
that ruined that movie for me. Did you watch the Paw Patrol movie? No, I showed the trailer ruined it. I'm not going to waste my time. Okay. Um, Chip and Dale, I like it though. I do genuinely like it. Uh, I do used you to genuinely like it? Chip, Chip and Dale, rescue heroes. Yeah, I used to, I used to read it. Rescue like, Rangers. Rescue Rangers. I remember heroes. Oh, it's had like a Mandata effect. Chip, Chip Teenage and Mutant Dale, Ranger Turtles. Rescue Rangers. Maybe it was. Wait, did you just say Mandala effect? Mandala effect. I don't know, man. Mand- I don't fucking Mandala doesn't work all the time. Mandela. Mandela, yes. Yeah, but there's 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 a Mandala and then there's Nelson, Nelson Mandela. Yes, I made a mistake. Why are you harassing me? Why do you, you said rescue heroes? Why do you always get to edit out your mistakes and then leave all my mistakes in? I don't leave all your mistakes in. I'm very good to you. Chip and Dale. Yeah, this is crazy. It is Rescue Rangers. I could have sworn it was Rescue Heroes. Chip and Dale. Rescue Rangers. Yeah, maybe. If half-size heroes. Is that where I'm getting that from? Chip and Dale. I don't know what half-size heroes is. Tell me what half-size heroes is. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. But the video was half-size heroes on the cover. Did you have a, like, collected... No, show or something? No, I just like see that. VHS or no, something? No, I don't think we did. Even though that one does look familiar, but I don't think we did. Um, okay. Like, I only ever, like, watched it on the television. Yeah, I used to watch Chip and Dale's. These are the ones that I kind of would have grouped together. Chip, Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers, uh, Tailspin. Tailspin, for sure, yeah. And then Scrooge McDuck. That's DuckTales? DuckTales, yes. And uh, Darkwing Duck. That yeah, was in the same I way. I like Darkwing Duck. I like that Robocop ripoff they had. But no, I would have definitely, yeah. They, like, DuckTales, Chippendale, Ooh. Tailspin. They were Sorry. like, yeah. You know, don't don't feel bad about it. Don't apologize. They were like a trifecta of like, good Saturday morning TV shows. Did you ever see, um, have you watched any of the new DuckTales? I mean, I guess if you're Disney Plus, you could check it out. I could check it out. Um, there's there's new DuckTales stuff and it's got a cool cast there's like Ben Schwartz and yeah. a whole bunch of people speaking of Ben uh, Shapiro uh, I loved his Sonic movie oh okay did you watch Sonic 2? no 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 that's a that's a that's in a cinema pal thought you might have gone to the cinema to see Sonic the Hedgehog 2 no I did just watch Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic gets knuckled oh jeez ah jeez Aiden uh, what? I don't know. Idris Elba's the guy with the. Oh. Is it or oh, Sonic? Yes. Did you, Did you see Sonic? Did we talk about this last week? I did. Yeah. No, we didn't talk about it last week. Uh, Sonic's I very. I did good. see Sonic during the pandemic. It's all right. It look, man. No, I think I think you can say it's very good. Only because I'll, I'll have to take your word for it because you've seen it more recently. Only I didn't. I saw it and didn't think a hell of a lot of it. No, the only reason I'm like saying... Like, I don't remember it. The only reason I'm saying it was very good is because, like... Look, at the end of the day, man, it was really entertaining. I wasn't, like, painfully aware that I'm watching some, like, shit video game movie or something. It was... Mm-hmm. It was a good... Like, it's Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. Like, if someone told me they're making a live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I'd be like, what? That's awful. But it was completely fine and entertaining. So, like, therefore, they've, they've made what could be a really shit shit movie into something 
worthy of a sequel with Israel yeah. Bez Knuckles. Like it's like it's good. Like I mean, like that's what I was like. It's like it's actually like it's actually watchable. You know. Do you remember the um, the first trailer? Yes, I, I had the original yeah. Sonic design. Yeah, I I said at the time I thought that was like some really good, you know, kind of like marketing stunt. I don't think so. Maybe not. I think it's just some art director got fucking fired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, God. Like, to be honest now, kind of, if if it had gone ahead with that horrendous looking Sonic, I wouldn't, I might not be saying the same but thing. that's kind of, like, that's kind of what I got looking at that Chip and Dale thing. I was looking at it going, this, this is a bad Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know, like the the one design that they have in place in that Sonic the Hedgehog movie. You know, like the first one, it just looked fucking horrible. And then they got somebody with a bit of fucking design sense in who did a good job with it. And I feel like this Chip and Dale thing is they got somebody in that could do it, but doesn't have the design sense to make it look good. Like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, there's characters from different studios and stuff, but it kind of is cohesive. It kind of sits together when... This different design styles in a real world, it looks horrible. And I can only, like, I... Acquiesced. I like, what's the sense of humor? It, it's it's Ro- it's Seth Rogen, right? He's somebody in it. Like, right? it's, it's Disney Plus and it's Rescue Rangers. So is it... It's not R-rated. No, no. So is the audience kids? Uh, let me just check, uh, 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 check, 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 please. Even fucking Chip and Dale way more fucking thought here than I thought I would. Uh, check, check, please. Um, let me just see. Oh, it's PG. It's PG. Okay, so that's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this is. <laughs> okay, well, I think broadly my response is fuck that film. Um. And then Sonic. Sonic looks well. Sonic looks well. Sonic with Knuckles looks well. Um, like Jim Carrey. I wish he was doing other things. Wish he was happy. Maybe he is. Maybe he doesn't need to be happy to enjoy life, you know? Um, what else did you watch? Nothing boring now, dude. It's a Thursday night. I don't want to talk about, like, Star Trek or shit. I watched, like, 40 hours of the Johnny Depp trial. Um... That's not good. I was trailer for Shorzy, which is the spin-off from Letterkenny. Um, oh. I recommend Letterkenny. I need to watch that um, show. How many seasons is that? It's fun. It's 10. 10, ten seasons? 10. 10 oh, seasons. I'm never going to watch about it. Six to, eight, six to eight episodes ago. Okay, that's better. You don't need to watch 10 seasons. I'm sure you have some way of watching it. Um, it's... No, I'll watch crave. it. I'll watch it. I'll watch that's it. I'll watch it. Um, the thing with it is... Just put an episode... Well, I don't know. It depends. Like, I like to binge shit. But, like... It's... It's got a pattern. It's got a... You know, a thing that it does. So, if you watch a shit ton of it back-to-back, you start going, oh, they're just doing this repetition gag they do over and over and over again. And I'm not... I'm not blind to that. But I do like it. And I do think that the emotional beats or the... The the heart that's in the show is present... Mm-hmm. Um, the, the 
the heart that's in the show is real um, or effective when it needs to be without the entire show being like emotional manipulation. It's just like, well, you know, just good music choices coupled with like good sort of supportive sentiments around friendships and family and stupid fart dick punch falling down poop jokes like it's it's very silly um and i enjoy it a lot a lot of fisticuffs like they they like a good old like john wayne bar fight oh i like that um, um swinging, swinging tables yeah and there's a kind of like a funny sort of like i kind of as you watch it everybody that um everybody that he kind of beats the shit out over time beats the shit out of all the, over time sort of ends up kind of just part of the gang yeah yeah i get you, know? you. <laughs> i can't beat them join like, them like um he, he'd knock you down well it's it's like you know we have a scrap we shake hands and we get on with it there's nothing no hard feelings you know yeah um no hard I, feelings stay for a beer you haven't watched ted lasso have you i have yeah you watched ted lasso yeah did you two not? seasons yeah i loved it i think it's brilliant it's great yeah. yeah really good oh kent he what he actually writes it yes he does um and his um goldstein he's got a good podcast called um birth film death i think isn't it well i don't know i'll check it out what's the name of it um is it birth movies death he has fil- he, no it's films to films to die with he has a degree in film and feminism from the university of warwick and then after that he went off to uh, Spain, I think it was, to work in his father's strip club. His father bought a strip club in Spain after during a midlife crisis. And apparently, he has a very good bit about it, but I've never heard it. Something Goldstein, his name is. Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Um, he's very funny. He's very he funny. I tried that to, story is very funny. I also tried to watch. Uh, I don't know if you films ever to seen. die with is the name of the podcast. I'll films check it to out. be buried with. Okay, okay I'll, I'll check it out. Jesus films man. to be buried with. Jesus, get your shit Give together. Me a second. Films to be. Why do they always make faces? <laughs> Brett Goldstein's podcast is called Films to Be Buried With. It's pretty good. Check it out. Sorry. Okay, off you go. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. You like Roy Kent, though. Yes, I was going to say something, but yeah. Have you watched season two? Yes. Did you like the Coach Beard episode? Uh, it was wild. It was very weird. Not my favorite episode mm. of them all. Interesting. What was your favorite episode of them all? Um, well, that's hard to say. Lasso's definitely my favorite, so anything Lasso focused. Interesting. Yes, he is my ultimate favorite. Even though the 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 cast are brilliant, they're all great. I did not like Led Tasso. Wasn't that the coach where he like oh, became yes. evil? Ted yeah. Lasso. Yeah, that was funny. Didn't like that. That went on too okay. long. Um. Love Beard, though. Beard's I great. I did not enjoy... Um, oh, what's the name of the groundskeeper? I did not enjoy Nate. his arc in season two. Nate. Oh, I did not like his kind of like... Because it was so... Dude, it was so funny, right? We were watching it, and I was saying to Emer, like, oh, I hope to make... I imagine they're making a season three and stuff. And I was like... And I literally said to Emer, like, mm. oh, like, the only thing imagine they can... leave re- it there. Pardon? I know, yeah. Imagine but they leave it at that. I was saying to Emer, the only thing they can really do with season three is, like gave them a rivalry like they need a good rivalry with another club and then when they said Rupert bought West Ham I was like oh well there you go there's the rivalry and I said it I was like oh I said it to you, you know and then at the end when you see Nate with uh, West Ham I was like fucking hell I I I am I, um, you know the only thing is you can say that you didn't like his arc 
I've I've experienced that kind of stuff in, in real life. Really? Oh man! Like that's the thing. It, it just feels unreasonable. But then I guess what you're telling me is sometimes people are unreasonable, and I, as I say it, I'm like, yeah, I guess that's true. I've seen the 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 nice, the kind, the humble, the meek, uh, go from you know kind of endearing, thoughtful and caring to like deluded with power and narcissistic. I've 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 seen it like firsthand that like i was watching it and i was just like there's something about this that makes you so Look, i said sorry yeah, you know you can say what you can say prove it mate you know it's your actions not your words actions speak louder yeah yeah but uh but always no, you watching it going like i like this like i was like watching it going like this is nuts what, what to do with it and like this is so sad like it's kind of heartbreaking it's just like and it was hard to watch it. I was like, I've experienced this like firsthand. So like, this is totally believable. Like at first, I was just like, why are they doing this? This is crazy. But it was like, it was a good way of building it up to have that villain in season three, you know. Hmm. And like, but you know what? With, like, but the way this show works, so it just feels like an inevitable redemption arc. Do you know? But sure, if it is, if it is, it is. You know, just like that's a show. There's other shows hmm. that do different things. You know, but um, there was a like I to be honest when I was watching it. And you know when they were kind of the different mantra and then he was just like sp- aggressively spitting on himself in the window or in the mirror. Yeah. I saw that and I was yeah. just like, oh yeah, that's uh that's not I've done team. that. No. Yeah, fucking Oh, okay. Freak. No, just I was me, like then. yeah, just just you. But I was just like uh, no, I was like that's that's not healthy. That's that's I not to be spit on. That's not the kind of mantra you want. Yeah, Aiden, you like to be spat on. Who spits on you? Oh, just hobos. You like to get spit on by hobos. Um, there's a guy who walks around Dunleary who is, I think the polite term is um, touched. Um, That's not the polite term. walking around. Is it not? Is this, okay. is this podcast? There's on? a guy who, this guy walks around Dunleary. I don't know who he is. He's clearly in need of some support. I don't know. Yes. I don't, I don't know what label to give the guy. He's older. He's skinny as all hell. Um, I say he's old. He's probably in his 40s, maybe. Okay. Or maybe he just looks it. And I see him getting the bus and I see him in the shop buying DVDs and I see him whatever and he just, like, he looks kind kind and simple and whatever, you know. Yesterday, walking to the shopping centre, I just turned a corner 90 degrees to Argos. There's an open square of public seating Mm-hmm. And I managed to hit the perfect 90 degree perpendicular angle to him. Hands on his hip, head up, cock out, pissing against a wall. I just got the full on profile of this guy's business. Were you impressed? I, I just wish he'd picked a corner. I just didn't need the image. Like, I just got... Just... An eyeful corner, yeah, you know. I just but... got the full eyeful. There was no way of not taking in the 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 whole of it. I know, but you know, the guy has. I just his... didn't need to see that in my life. I know, but the guy obviously has, you know, his yeah. issues. I you can't say anything to it because it's just the guy's. You know, whatever whatever is going on in the guy's life is going on in the guy's life, and you know, I'm generally not that judgmental of people that need to take a leak in public sometimes you get caught short 
sometimes you know people won't let you in places during the pandemic it's been a bit of a problem as well like public toilets have been not available and um, this guy clearly has some uh, mental issues but yeah i could have i could have gone my whole life without seeing that dude's nuts yeah like uh, i'm not gonna get into it but working type of bar dude you see a lot worse than mm. some guy unfortunately peeing in public it's not the peeing i see people peeing in public it was just the the completeness of the angle i got on it yeah it was unexpected went to a comedy show on tuesday it was great crack um the wellington mm-hmm. uh yet again i've mentioned it a few times great fun um though it was like entirely comedians this time so it was very workshoppy very like trying out stuff in front of funny people um allegedly one of the guys people. had a allegedly funny people but like it, there was a moment where he was just like you know like 50% of people uh, statistically 50% of people have never ever thought about ending their own life and he went but that like this doesn't work because I'm in a room full of comedians and 100% of you have thought of that haven't you and nervous laughter I watched <laughs> watch Russian Doll I'm enjoying that. Is season two as good as season one? Because season one was good. It's interesting. So season one has a hook that you understand immediately. Mm-hmm. The Groundhog Day hook. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of um, kind of ingrained enough in pop culture that we know what that is. We should start... To the point that I got bored by episode three. But then it picked up as they introduced another character and... Um, change the direction a bit season two is kind of more engaging from the get-go because i don't understand this time uh this this mechanism it's not the groundhog day mechanism mm. so i don't know where they're going at any point um so it's been kind of trippy to try and figure out what what they're doing and what they're playing with but it's great seeing natasha leone just do her thing like she's got such a great yeah she's brilliant energy and charisma to her in that character um i like it a lot you um, should you should bring some of that energy and charisma on stage when you perform natasha leone's like yeah i need to do a lot more smoking and drinking yeah but sure you know get that huskiness do it what did we say earlier um actions speak louder than words smoke up tony they're great um, there's a funny moment where she's doing research on her computer and her research leads her down a little avenue of like Peter Falk appears on screen um, who was of course Columbo and there's mm-hmm. a lot of like Natasha Leone should play Columbo oh she should um, post Russian doll stuff and then she goes to or not, or a place Columbo, where there is the Columbo statue you know there's a statue uh, of Columbo yes. yeah I love Columbo in the world and she she uh, actually goes to the place where that statue is as well so they're kind of aware of the, I guess, the push for Leon to be... Columbo's great, Columbo actually. Type. Need to watch that again. Hmm. I bought all of them for my mum at one stage in DVD. There's, there's enough of it. Yeah, there's loads. Hmm. Loads. Yeah. I watched Murder, She Wrote recently. It was a wild episode. Do you know when you, like, you, were, you haven't Which seen one? it? It was the one where there was like a bank heist. All right. It was wild. Um, Go on. I, I think um, Lucille Bluth was in it for some reason. Oh. The, the lady that played, that played her. Uh, 
No, but do you know when like, kind of like you think Murder, She Wrote, like you kind of have a bit of like a throwback to the other episode and stuff. But then when you watch one, it's just like, why is there gangs? And like, how is she involved in all this? And bank robbers. And, you know, it's just like kind of like, Jesus. It's, yep. like, it's like she got into some serious shit and murder and everything. I know it's called Murder, She Wrote, but you know what I mean? Obviously, there's murder yep. in every episode, but, but you know what I'm saying. It was like bank heist murder, like uh, fake uh, fake diamond trade, all that kind of stuff. It was like, wow, this is a heavy fucking episode. She gets into some real shit. Jessica Fletcher. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. At one point, I think I saw she was like involved in like, God, how old was it? But it was like like the KGB were sniffing around. Like, yeah, mental. Yeah, yeah. like an episode of Scooby-Doo. But, um... They've been trying to relaunch that for fucking ever. Really? Like, at one point, they had, like, a murder she wrote where, like, they might have shot a pilot where she was, like, a blogger when blogs were a thing, you know? Like, mm. they've, they've been trying to get this off the ground again. They should make do a, a like, murder she wrote with, mixed with sex in the sea, and then they'd get it. Murder she boned? You can do better. No. Yeah. We'll throw it to a room. Murder she wrote? Um... I mean, like, hey, that that works in Ireland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Terrible. Like, Bones was essentially a, a crime author that solved mysteries, but they had her be a, you know, an anthropologist as well. Wasn't Castle a crime author to so- solve Castle mysteries? Castle was a writer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, whatever. Let's not get on to... Well, it's just, just we've talked about before the idea that, like, these much-loved kind of procedural episode of the week shows they, they keep trying to reboot them and it takes a minute but sometimes it works you know so magnum pi has worked macgyver has worked um hawaii 50 worked for ages like these things like i i haven't watched them but they've run for a significant mm. number of seasons to the point that you would argue that you know they worked they're four seasons five seasons in yep fair if you get five seasons of the show, like that's 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 a success there, you know. That's a successful reboot, mm. however you want to put it, you know. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, you watched Russian Doll. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed season one. Uh, I don't know what's the main actor's name again. Natasha Leon. Uh, Natasha Leon. I thought she was brilliant, and I really don't know why I'm stuff. hitting Leon as weird as I am. Natasha Leon. I don't know. Yeah, yours you have a stiff pretentious stiff upper lip um yep uh yes i do look forward to it i i have I, to be honest i haven't watched much on netflix recently Um, they're they're there's some like they're losing they're making mad losses aren't they they lost subscribers and they didn't turn as huge a profit as they expected to you know and that's the fucking thing of it like their stock market number dropped like, we're still talking about a company that spends fucking whatever and makes whatever. But it's this idea of perpetual growth mm. being the be-all and end-all. Like, why can't a company make $200 million profit this year and $200 million profit next year and still be successful? But yes, I get what you're apparently, saying. if you don't make More. $400 million profit the next year and then $800 million the year after, you're not showing growth, so you're yeah. failing. Yeah, fair. So it, it's a weird... It's I don't know. I think it's a weird illusion that we put into these things that for some reason we stick to but like to say that they're I don't know it feels like they're doing their job really but like because of the stock market they panicked you know I don't know what that means for television going forward do they get more cautious with their spending do they get more 
ads, 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 ads. Pretty much everything's going to start becoming weekly basis again with ads. With We're going full circle, buddy. But speaking of full but circle, part of the part, part of the complaint, like part of the 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 thing that caused them to lose stock value, was them going, "Oh, we've lost this many subscribers," and I would almost guarantee you they lost that many subscribers when they said. We're upping our fucking fee. Yeah, of course. By a fiver a month, you know? And it's like, well, then... No. Yeah, don't get greedy. Because, like, Disney Plus is $80 a year? Mm-hmm. I know. Netflix is 20 a month? Speaking of Disney Plus being $80 a year, Brendan DeGeneres, Benny DeGeneres, as people like to call him. Right. Mm. I use his Disney Plus because he's really generous. He gave me TV with Disney nice. Plus on it. Yeah. Um, sorry, Very good. But uh, how how much is Netflix a year? I, like I think I'm paying twenty euro a month. Shit. She. Like yeah, that's two hundred and two hundred and maths. Oh yeah, definitely at least two hundred and maths. Now, I upped my um my plan because you know there's a bunch of us between my brother and my mother in this house. And we've all got different screens and whatever. You know, we're all at the same address because that's fine. It's like a family plan or some shit. Um, and I got the, like, 4K thing because we got 4K tellies. So I'm kind of on the fucking top end of things. But, like... Okay, whatever. Nevertheless. Be, be humble about it. Um, I'm I'm complaining about the cost of it. I am humble about it. It's it's, mm. it's driving me to the poorhouse. Oh, yeah. It really is there. You fucking like your high castle there in Dunleary. Um You're all right. Yeah, I am fine. Why? I don't know. You had a tone for a second. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I find it hard to feel sorry for privileged rich people. Right, well, I'm going to add you to the list. And we're <laughs> going to talk about you at the meeting at the end of the year. And we'll just see what the future holds for the McNamaras in this country. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, you know. Uh, no, uh, no, no. You just ruined it for all of the McNamaras. You're out for the next decade. Good. I'll I don't want to be the, rich. I'll let the Illuminati know no more McNamara's. Um, speaking of the Illuminati, things beginning with M, like McNamara's, Moon Knight. Ooh, Moon Knight, yes. Um, Did you watch it this week? Uh, that's a ridiculous question. You know I watched it because I was delayed tonight watching the episode. This isn't some pa- panto. Let's be. I want this podcast to be real and gritty. Did I watch Moon Knight? Yes, I did. Great episode. Moon Knight's a good show. Is it my favorite Marvel TV show? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I love it. It's great. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. Solid. Yeah. Solid as a rock. Yeah. I, I was watching it from a position of exhaustion, but... um. No weird, no unsuccessful action sequences, no shoehorning narrative in, no weird conchu moments. Just development, development, development. This was just great performance and development from Oscar Isaac. The the Towerette, the I think that's Towerette. Getting the name wrong, but that's the. the hippo goddess. Oh yeah, okay. Um, she was great fun. Hip- I enjoyed her. I did have a moment Hip- where I'm like, 
That was very raspy. Um, I did have a moment where I was like, "You're welcome." Why is this a goofy English accent on this hippopotamus? Um, like, why this sort of goofy, mm-hmm. offbeat, Bridget Jones, Hugh Grant mm-hmm. kind of British yes, caricature yes, yes, thing? Yes, 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 yes. Um, like. I don't know. Maybe you, just interpret it through the you, head, but like, I like I enjoyed it. I I I got out of my own way on it and went, nah, fuck it, it's fun, just embrace it. But I did have I mentioned it because I got um a couple of messages from uh, uh Chris, which I shall read for you now. Hello, Christopher. This hippo god in Moonlight. It's annoying that she's disarmingly British. Concho at least has some cool godlike depth to him through the voice. I get that this is his mind. And a psych ward because it's his interpretation. But the ship of the dead isn't his interpretation. Same with the desert of the dead. So why does the hippo sound and act like this? It's annoying. And then a big laughy face with the unnuanced belt-wielding mother. To be fair, she's pretty direct. <laughs> what did you make of that arc with the, the... the? Well, I guess they had to... I guess if, like, you know... Essentially, I guess they had to address whatever trauma... Uh, Mark experienced to kind of create these uh, different identities or whatever. I, the only thing I would say is like I was kind of surprised that they didn't address the third uh, uh, personality, but I would assume then that's going to be a cliffhanger episode six. Um, just the last thing on Chris's thing is, he, yes. um, I'll try and be vague here because he actually named the street and put a map on, but he, he's... Um, uh, that scene took place next to my house. No ha, way. Ha, ha, ha. Big silly face. Stephen was whipped by his mother just meters from my home. No way. That's insane. That's, That's absolutely funny. nuts. Um, um, but I did like all that stuff. Yeah. I didn't obviously, expect I, it. I, I obviously, wasn't sure on, what obviously, angle they were going to. I just, want, I just want to clarify. Obviously, I don't like children being You like child beating. With belts. Oh. Um, I'm anti-hidens. Um... Just to clarify, just should anybody be concerned? The um, that I'd, the I'd, little I'd kid, that. I don't want that. The little kid, the little kid switching to the Stephen Grant character was very funny. Well, I say funny, just good. I didn't expect the, to see it mm. happen at that yeah. young age. Yeah, um, identifying Stephen as this like protection thing, like that Mark was like kind of aware of. Who this was so I, like that's why I was trying to get this like timeline of like how long has Mark and Stephen sort of existed separately like this? Can it's I, only two months. Like, can I just ask though? Mm. Uh, so if Mark created Stephen to kind of mm. take the beatings, mm. no, the other way around. Stephen created Mark to take the beatings. No, Stephen, Mark created Stephen to live in a fucking fantasy land where everything was good. To, to take away from the pain, I think. Oh, so, like, Stephen would take the beating, but would, like, kind of not acknowledge it? I guess. Okay, because that was my question. Yeah. Because, like, why was Stephen so enamored with his mother and stuff when technically... Yeah, he's Mark, in a delusion, I Mark guess. Went, yeah, Mark went into that world. Mark slipped into the Stephen personality and then got to hide him. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it is a little a little messy to try and comprehend it. The, the waiting room with all the bodies in it Yeah, that Mark had killed was I know, cool. it was really cool. And then when the little boy and stuff was like, oh, that's really sad. I figured yeah. though, I figured when I saw it, it was just like, oh, that's going to be 
I was like, oh, okay. It was like, literally like when, when the child ran away, I was just like, oh, that's a child he killed. I was like, he wouldn't have killed a child. It's like, oh, okay, childhood. It's like, there's going to be some, I don't know, stand by me moment. I, I mean, I thought there might have been a, like, there, were, there was a possibility in my head that he killed a child, you know, like there was one witness to something he did as a mercenary. And Collateral damage. Yeah. Like that amazing yeah. Schwarzenegger movie. Collateral. Did you ever see that? Yeah, of course. I've seen all the sourcing. Wait, it's called Collateral Damage, isn't yeah. it? I didn't see it. Yeah, circa like 2004, 2005, maybe. Yeah. Right before he went into political office, right? Or right after he came out? I don't know, man. I don't follow his political career, just a movie career. Okay. Um, just may, I'm just clarifying that also, for the record. Okay. It's it's, it's worth clarifying. Yeah. The um the The scenes flashing back to the doctor's office pretty fucking cool um also that doctor's office is swanky that's a nice facility he's in yeah the white the 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 bare white brick um, oh like it's really fancy if you actually look at the set it's, it's well appointed yeah um for sure uh what's, what's i you? like that ethan hawk is dressed as stanley he very much is yeah very very much I say that here because I put it up on Instagram and I got a number of people going, oh, holy God, yeah. And so I'm like, are people not seeing this or is it just me? Um, um, well, you put it on, on Instagram before I so, well, could watch it, so you covered my opinion. He was in the episode <sighs> last week in the same context. He looked more like Stanley this week. Okay. In the same class. Yeah. You're full of shit. <laughs> That's why you're on the list. <gasps> Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, you wish. Um, I wish, buddy. Um, but you're okay, right? What's going on? Like, Mark Spector is dead. What is Emer home now? Uh, Stephen Grant is dead. Do you need to move room? So okay. So yeah, my point is. What's your take on episode six? What's going to happen? Yeah, it's interesting because, like, I think narratively, Stephen served his purpose and we can have unified Mark. And, like, that can be that. You know, Stephen's gone. He's done what he needed to do. Stephen can be done with. Like, we can get rid of Stephen and then this third personality can come out the next season and we don't have to see Stephen again. Do you think that's how it's going to go? I don't know. Like, I think that, like, from a from a marketing perspective and a really commercial mindset, they'll want to keep Stephen around because he's such a kind of fan thing that people like. But he's the but first... But I think if they approach this... He's the one that we connect huh? with. He's the one that we connect with the most. But now they need to give us a chance to connect with Mark. Did we not connect with Mark through his his loss and his suffering and his relationship with his mother? With his Steve, relationship with Layla? Steve is the narrative kind of driving force within the show. There's one episode left, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was just, two episodes left? I'd be su- No, one, I think. I think it's a six. I'd be surprised if they got... I think got, it's two. Is it already? I think it, no, you're right. It's six episodes, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'd be surprised if they got rid of... I'd be surprised if they got rid of Stephen, to be honest. But uh, but I guess I could see them doing it. I just would have thought that kind of he was. Well, the thing is, any like Lockley can come out of that 
sarcophagus now, Jake Lockley, right? Locksley? What's his name? Lockley. Lock, Jake Lock. Lockley, isn't it? Yeah. So, so we can have this third personality emerge now, and it becomes somebody who's more domineering mm. than Mark. So Mark has this, you know, Mark has this conscious-driven drive for justice. Stephen has this meek, intelligent, withdrawn safe environment but maybe Mark's brain needed to create somebody that could do the bad things that he couldn't do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now rather you're going to see Mark struggling with this more problematic alter season two mm-hmm. yeah fair I mean it's it's uh, a, like it's a complete reimagining from the the characters com- that we've seen in comics yeah yeah jake lockley that's it it is jake lockley yeah no but uh oh it is absolutely but like you know i i was kind of when i when i put it on tonight and i was just looking at it it's just like really 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 blows my mind that we have moon knight in the mcu yeah and that they're they are they're they're hitting more of the swings they're taking than they're missing if you know what i mean yeah yeah fair like like as much as we're picking at it they're not missing a lot here you know it's solid There's really interesting stuff in it. It, it it it's 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 stable it's solid i wouldn't want to pull at the fucking jenga blocks of moon knight too hard but like it's not looking to wrap up i think anytime soon well this is it he needs to stop harrow right but it's too late by the looks of it he's already started amit is already judging people but is that a i don't know do you know what i mean though yeah. All those, all those souls are um, crashing. Hey, do you think there's anything to like? I guess the angle they take. Um, I'm going to just make a really tenuous connection thing here, and um, but like in the comic book, the three, and especially in the first run of the comic book before they make it a mental health thing, um, the three alternate identities mm-hmm. were just you know Mark Spector's you or, know disguises that he would run yeah. around the various. Yeah, he was just sort of switching between personalities to like get more info from the streets, you know, and. You know, cow uh, like you know, like you know, rub elbows with the highfalutin when he's being fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say the exact same thing. Rub elbows, so funny. In the same way that Stephen Grant was drawn from media in this version of it, the kid had the adventure story. Jake Lockley's a taxi driver, right? Mm-hmm. So like a taxi driver, like vigilante vibe from Mark's version of Jake Lockley. Oh yeah, probably. Oh, oh, oh okay. You mean like yeah. taxi driver, like the De Niro. Taxi driver, taxi driver, yeah, like fucking mohawk and taking out the scum. Copy, that'd be wild. I wonder. I wonder if Isaac would play that kind of like fucking manic. Yes, yeah, but he's he is killing it. And like, I'm so happy that he's doing. He's Moon Knight. He's fucking killing it. He's so good. The like breakdown he's having when Harrow's telling the story and they're like showing it from different angles yeah. and he's just like, yeah, he's very good, man. It's, 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 yeah. It's great. He's one of the better actors like, in the MCU. Just looking sure. at the two of them stood next to each other. Mm. Just, it's just the the set of the jaw, the, the placement yeah. of the eyebrows, and then Stephen's. Yeah. Little yeah, he's so good. Uh, and like, to be honest, like it's it's it's, a, it's such an achievement when you're watching a show like this, like, and you're not at all conscious of the fact that like uh, that's the same actor playing the two roles independently of those things. Yeah. Like, you're literally it's, it's seamless. I know you don't like to, to, to give that's it to That's it. Like, so, so often, no, so, so often when you see this sort of split screen acting thing going on, you're, 
painfully aware that it's the same actor in different shots or like now yeah. we're behind him now we're in front of him but like the way he's reacting to you know like Steven's here and Mark says something and moves and Steven reacts to it and it's it's great it's yeah. great I can't fault that at all yeah, he's amazing. doing an amazing job I liked uh, his father's hair started like real small and flat and then got bigger and then by the time he's at the funeral he's just got this like fucking razor head do um, that was so funny I don't know I don't know what the thinking was there but it was pretty funny yeah so what should I draw for next week's cover given that I'm sort of doing a Moon Knight thing do I do Harrow as Stan Lee you could do yeah I could do an unnuanced mother whipping a child with a leather belt no no we, we <laughs> cut all of that out <laughs> no uh, you could do you could do Harrow oh, as Stan so Lee um, no uh, you could do Harrow as Stan Lee um, you could do you could do the Russian dog girl as uh, Columbo that'd be funny even though it's not Moon Knight um, I actually have that drawing from the last season of Russian doll oh. it's like one of the first things I drew on my iPad yes I do remember I that. never finished it I do remember that now actually I never finished yeah, it yeah yeah because I was just trying to learn how to work with the layers and stuff yes yeah um, I do remember you showing us that at one stage for sure I think um, you, drew her, you drew her more than once right no, I, I, it took me fucking forever because I was trying to learn how to draw on the iPad. Yeah. But they had um, the the woman, Kate Mulgrew, mm-hmm. who was... So I just I, I managed to connect the fact that Kate Mulgrew was in Orange is the New Black with Natasha Lyonne, but also was in the Columbo spin-off series, Mrs. Columbo. I don't know. Where she solved mysteries. I don't remember that at all. Um, no, you wouldn't. I don't think it ran long, and they changed the name of it to something else after the fact. But if you like, if you go watching Columbo, um, you know, uh, much is made of the fact that like over you know ten seasons, he goes, you know, my wife was talking to me the other day, um, like he talked about his wife oh, a course, lot, all and the eventually time. some some eventually somebody got the bright idea to make a version of the show with the wife who would talk about her husband a bit. So I did a little drawing of Columbo. Kate and Natasha Lyonne oh yes and the three of them sort of stood there as a little like interesting that would be a fun family show except Peter Falk he did he did now may he rest in peace hmm have you ever checked out Peter Falk's art no the guy could draw the guy was an artist I'm sure I have like I'm not I'm not even like like (laughs) like, I'm, I'm almost being glib about this but it's like you know there are people who like actors and they draw a bit and it's like okay and they get way too much credit for it but like he's got like life drawings and self-portraits and stuff where you're just like holy fuck this guy could draw yeah i'm trying to see oh yes he's no george bush jr though to be fair he is not but like like when i look at that when i look at that life drawing i saw that brilliant like that one yeah it's like it it's a caricature colombo and it's funny to me because I think look I am I am by no means a um a good or an accomplished actor at all but I do think of the performance stuff in relation to the drawing stuff that I do like when I write I draw sketches of the things you know like what is the pose and the action the character and it's interesting to me that when Peter Falk goes to draw Columbo he puts this caricature on him and it's like mm. this is this is how he sees him and how he then portrays it, you know what I mean? He carries mm, that through mm, yeah. into this sort of this sort of yeah. goofy, kind of disheveled, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Um, we should post it on the anyway, podcast like during the week. 
It's very, very cool. Speaking of art, you okay? Yes, I'm just trying to think stuff. Yeah, you're no. having a bit of a you're having you're having a bit of a ponder. Yes. Um, uh, I got an email just a minute ago, uh, <gasps> confirming that I will be exhibiting, exhibiting, selling, retailing, tabling, okay. tabling. Do you table? Yeah. At the Dublin Comics Art Festival on Saturday, May twenty first. Um. Free admission, the Richmond Barracks, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. So just selling prints of artwork. And that means I need to pick my artwork and get prints and determine pricing. If there is... I I don't know if I thought this through. uh, If there's any... Maybe you should do a poll on Instagram. The thing is this. I, I don't think I have enough quality art to make prints of so I'm just going to pick pick four pieces and uh, get prints of them maybe get the podcast logo make little bookmarks bookmark business cards hand them out mm-hmm. um, do some sketches if anybody has ideas for merch and stuff we could do let us know I want to do more of that though I want to like I know we do these little arts fairs yeah, and I, yeah for and sure publish yeah. yeah, do stuff yeah, I was great. trying to get into the Dublin City Comic Con tabling thing. Um, had a bit of trouble with their website because it's a tricky old website. We'll work on it. Can As you know yourself. Aye. You might have a look. Aye. Aye. Get well soon to Brian and his family. Um, yes, Brian's parents have COVID at the moment. Mm. Uh, so he is dog sitting and he is not at home. Uh, and now he has Brian's family has COVID, so he left the building, and he won't be coming back until it's safe for him to return. Yes, and I hope his parents have a speedy recovery. I'm sure they will. Um, yes, I think that's it. Uh, I have uh, also. If anybody has any recommendations, movies, TV shows, hit me up. I'm kind of a, you know, I was looking for something. I've started watching a show called From. People may have heard of it. Uh, it's by when night falls the sheriff enters the town and he rings a bell everybody has to go home because uh, anonymous monsters enter the town and if you drive into the town you can never leave that's why all the residents of the town can't leave they're pretty much trapped there and these monsters knock on your windows and it can get unless you have like kind of like relics or talismans that keeps them out they can get in Uh, they look like people you know and stuff Uh, they knock your window and if you let them in and they get you they tear you to sunders um, and the uh, opening episode uh, starts off with a horrific murder of a woman and a child because of her husband's negligence acts. And then another family in an RV drive through. The RV crashes. crashes. They have to get the family out there before nightfall. Uh, chaos ensues. I've watched two episodes. It has really good ratings online. Um, I'm a little bit worried, though. It's one of those things that cool idea executed pretty well in the first handful of episodes and then just falls asunder do you know the way that kind of happens like lost Ooh, that's gonna be controversial to the people that love lost yeah but you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying i i, I hit lost fatigue they spun they spun that shit over what five six seven years oh yeah man that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah same and there was a writer's strike and there was a yeah. delay in production and there was a break for this the break for that and you're just like you just can't carry that uh, level of um, consistency through interest through it either, you know. And yeah. um, at the end of the day, I just told them to get lost. lost. Anything else? No.